Hello, and welcome to A Dash of Salt with AJ. I'm your host, Ahsoka Jackson, author, podcaster, poet, and freelance proofreader. You remember how, in my coverage for the Declaration of War episode, I was talking about the different reasons Aaron likely had for insisting that Falco stay for the conversation? And also how I made that comment about suddenly realizing that maybe Aaron was displaying more of a heart in that scene than I had initially picked up on? Well, since the audience now knows that Falco has survived and it doesn't count as a spoiler, I'm free to share what I was thinking back then. What I'd realized is that Aaron actually ensured Falco was in probably the safest place, next to Reiner, someone who is both acutely aware of and able to counter the danger of Aaron's transformation. And he kept both Reiner and Falco physically close to himself as he transformed, which helped ensure things played out the way they did. You want to talk about proximity, he was actually shaking hands with Reiner at the moment of transformation. In an ironic way, being at the point of origin was probably the safest possible place. Think about it. If Aaron had simply allowed Falco to leave, he would have ended up somewhere in the crowd, somewhere in the general chaos zone. He could have easily ended up like Udo or Sophia, and Aaron really wouldn't have been able to prevent that with how he carried out the attack. But by keeping Falco there, he knew exactly where he was, and more specifically, that Falco was next to probably the best potential source of safety if you were going to be on the scene. It was still extremely risky, but arguably much less so than just being another random person out in that crowd of dignitaries and military personnel who were Aaron's intended targets. So I think that's actually another of the reasons why Aaron didn't let Falco leave. To protect him. And funnily enough, after that thought occurred to me, I soon afterwards saw someone else make the same comment, so evidently I'm not the only one who read the scene that way. And I'm still sticking to what I said before, none of this means that Falco now owes Aaron forgiveness or gratitude, all things considered. But I do think it's a subtle touch that's significant for us as the audience to see, in terms of understanding Aaron and what's going on with him at this point. Now, the other thing I'd like to highlight briefly when it comes to Reiner and Falco here is Falco's line about having, about how having the will to live ties into the healing abilities. I'm now wondering if this explains something I'd had questions about. Just to say it in general terms, I'm curious if one of the characters in the sequence we're going to see later on overextended their healing abilities or energy in general, or if some of their will to live is actually what's missing in the dynamic. I can't even name who it is at this point, but just know that I'm bookmarking this for later. I think the last thing I'd like to note would be some of the musical moments that stood out to me. Number one, there's this, there's the epic music playing when the Beast Titan showed up. It sounds like it's either the same track or a variant of the one used for the main season four trailer. Number two, there's a very heartfelt, touching orchestral theme playing during that scene where Falco was checking on Reiner and then trying to comfort him. It definitely fit the tone of the scene in a lovely way. And boy, think how many characters in Attack on Time could have used a therapy Falco. <laughs> At least Reiner has that little bit of good luck. Oh, I mentioned the trailer earlier. The trailer made it seem like Reiner was replying to Aaron when he asked, Why won't you just let me die? But although we do know now that he begged Aaron to kill him, we're finding out that the line about being allowed to die was actually a reaction to having Gabby and Falco calling out to him for help. It's just like that transformation uh, that we saw happen in episode 5. Reiner wanted to die himself, but he wasn't willing to just let Falco die alongside him. 
As a side note, every time I see that sequence in episode 7, those marks on Reiner's face as he's lying there unconscious give him this look of an extremely eerie smile that always makes me do a double take. When you look closer, you see that his actual mouth is not smiling, but he has those marks that line up on his face to where it looks like he has this stretched, sort of crazed smile. Anyways, the third musical moment that caught my attention was how he had this little spike of rock music that joins the classical theme when Levi finally made his move to go after Zeke. It's quick, but it's a cool little touch, especially as I feel that rock and classical can go really well together. Okay, I think the final thing I can talk about would be the moments we glimpsed in the preview. A. It looks like Levi and an exhausted Aaron are finally meeting and greeting again. B. Almost as interesting as the reunion between Aaron and his mentor is the fact that the Survey Corps soldiers who also appear in that frame actually have their guns trained on Aaron. So that definitely begs the question of what the heck is going on. Why on earth are they drawing down on their own comrade who just kicked some serious Marlin butt and already has a well-established past of getting massive wins for parties? But, there are certain points I've made before in regards to the two trailers for Season 4, plus some of the actual episodes we've gotten. I'll probably bring up more of it once we actually get into Episode 8 or 9. But for the time being, there's that point I made about how Aaron is in a situation where he was likely making different, independent decisions and would have just been able to rely on the team for every step. And we also haven't had it clarified to the degree to which different people were involved in this plan. We know Armin was involved. But then we have Mikasa confronting Aaron about the civilian deaths he's caused, so it sounds like at least that aspect of how Aaron carried out the attack hadn't been a sanctioned part of the plan, right? Now, I actually do have some major answers myself from the manga already, but I also do have things I'm still wondering about, and I look forward to hopefully finding out more details about the situation, and especially the details of the plan itself and who decided what. Alright guys, thanks for listening today, and I hope you've had a great time. If you're enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and turn your notifications on so you can get updates. You can help make the podcast more visible for new viewers and listeners by leaving a like, share, comment, or review on whichever platform you use to listen. YouTube, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Social Media, etc. And, as of recently, the podcast is on a newer site as well, Verbal. I have an extra link for that. Now, be blessed and stay salty.